Good morning, good morning. So today I want to talk a little bit about partnership in the realm of business and productivity. So as someone who has spent the majority of her life being single and grinding on my own, I've come to realize just even starting so simply as observing other people and realizing that a lot of the happiest, most productive people on this planet, or so it seems, um, they tend to have some form of partnership in their lives. And I don't mean that in the sense of having a significant other, um, but just more broadly in that, you know, if they're traveling the world in pursuit of something, they're traveling alongside someone else, which generally tends to be a boyfriend or a girlfriend, um, more so than a friend, given the natural state of human relationships um, and the way that we commit to other people and distribute our time. But more importantly than focusing just simply on that aspect of mating and companionship is really just thinking about what it means to have someone in your life who fully understands you and your being and your soul and understands the moves you make. Oftentimes, I think a lot of people in the world don't have that. And even worse, they have someone who they think fills that spot, but in essence, truly doesn't. And I think it's really important to sit back and reflect on whether you have that kind of person in your life and what role they're playing and what that does in bringing out your best self. So when I think about myself moving forward in my work and getting to the next level, I think it's most definitely possible to do these things on your own. And I particularly want to touch those people who feel alone in the process and sometimes feel as though they're floundering because they don't have someone to commit to their self-worth, to commit to that notion that, you know, everyone's going to have those low points, uh, whether it be the low points throughout the day, the low points throughout your entire process, um, as you're pursuing your higher goals, your higher self. And you need someone to be able to meet you when you step outside of yourself and start questioning and doubting whether what you're doing is right because ultimately we're going to have those moments where we think, is this all in my head? Have I constructed this idea that I can have this and I can do this? Or is this real? And I want you to know that it's always real. What you feel is always real. What can be not real is the way that you're going about achieving something. So I think you really, everyone should be focused, A, on bringing to life their truest self, on focusing on your intuition, getting in touch with that inner voice, whatever is saying to you, go for the gold, pursue this idea, write that book, go back to school, Leave the country. Leave your job. Break up with that person. Stop investing in that toxic relationship, that toxic friendship. Call your mom more. Call your mom less. 
whatever that voice is saying to you, I think that there's tremendous power behind that. And we can either neglect to listen to that voice and then we remain where we are. And sometimes we even fall somewhere worse than where we were. Or we can listen. And I tie that in to say that if you do not have the right energy, if you do not have someone in your life who hears you, who sees you for who you are, someone who you interact with, that doesn't cause you to suppress any side of you, that doesn't lead you to have to use a different dialogue, a different tone of voice to censor your speech, to censor yourself. If you don't have someone who you can be every corner of yourself with, who you can be the drunk you with, metaphorically and literally, the overly emotional, the stubborn, hard-headed, whatever parts of yourself that you have, you know, we often have, oh yeah, you know, I have that friend who I go, my drinking buddy, and it's cool, and that's the person who I can go to and talk about the fun things to and the adventurous things to, and then you have your deep friend who, whenever things really hit the fan, you go to them and you ask them for advice and you, you're vulnerable with them, and then, you know, you have the other people who you have all of these surface relationships, maybe the relationship where you only discuss business and intellectual thoughts with. You know, you have these different layers of yourself where you have just the super surface things where you talk about, you know, the new lawnmower that you bought or, I don't know, maybe that's for the older generation or the, the married folks or whatever. Or you talk about, you know, the new hobby you picked up or the new gym you go to. And then you have the people who you discuss ideas with, you know, the more perhaps, you know, intellectually profound relationships where you're really just exploring the world that you live in. You talk about your observations, maybe politics, philosophy, whatever it is. You start to expand on ideas that interest you. So you share these more deep interests with the person. And then you have the the bottom, the deepest, deepest, deepest level where you're, you're, you share not just the ideas, but you share what they mean to you, who you are, where you stand on these issues. And that's when you really become transparent. Those are the people who get to see how you think. They get to see your process. They get to see the decisions that you make. And they get to evaluate you and categorize you. But that's the difference in finding the people who are going to judge you as they categorize you and those people who will categorize you in order to better understand who you are and where you stand and how they can be a part of your process and you can be a part of theirs. Judgment is not the same as categorization. Everyone will categorize you humanistically, this is what we do. We meet people and we make decisions. Some of us place judgments, but others make decisions as to what kind of person we perceive you as and how we're going to proceed in our relationships with you. 
And that's the difference. So if you don't have that, if you don't have someone who is providing this space for you, who is really opening you up to yourself, please go searching for that person. And you, would, you will be greatly surprised how your life has changed. And it can be someone in your family. And oftentimes I think that it's someone who isn't. You know, your family members aren't going to be as hard on you a lot of the time. They're going to be softer on you because they don't want to hurt you. They want to see you be happy. But the biggest mistake that you can make is to try to censor what you truly think around the people you love. To try to protect them because you don't protect people by censoring them. You protect them by meeting them in the storm. So go find that person. And sometimes that person won't be a real person. And they'll be a real person, but not a real person in your life. Not an actual physical manifestation. Sometimes that'll be a person in a book. Some of my best friends are people I've never met before. Because what are best friends? You know, we throw that term around so loosely, but it's people with whom you have the deepest connections, right? People who resonate with you, who influence you in the best of ways, right? Let me repeat that. People who influence you in the best of ways. All influence is not good influence. So know that. Know that that person exists for you and go find them. Go searching. Sometimes they don't just come. You have to go and you have to find them. And your life may change because of it. The risks you take may change. The decisions that you make on a daily basis, who you date, who you commit your energy to, where you go, what you try, what you quit, you will change if you feel understood outside of yourself. So go find someone who understands you outside of yourself and know that you don't necessarily have to know them. You just have to listen and feel heard. Wishing you all the best, best, best day. And remember, no opinions here, just glow facts.